Hey, listeners, get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road, work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Today's tip is to give yourself a bedtime. I know a lot of people listen to this podcast in the morning. I hope that today, your morning started at the time you wanted it to start. Hopefully, you didn't spend the 30 minutes after your first alarm battling with the snooze button. Hopefully, no one in your house was racing around and yelling this morning because the morning started 30 minutes after it was supposed to. But in case your morning didn't go so well, here's one of the most important secrets I've learned from studying people's time logs. Good mornings start the night before. I don't mean that you need to pack everyone's lunches and lay out clothes and all that. You can if you want, but you don't have to. What I really mean is that the key to a good morning is getting enough sleep. And the key to that is going to bed on time. One of the best things you can do to get control of your time is to give yourself a bedtime. That way, you can turn unproductive evening hours into productive morning hours. Setting a bedtime as a grown-up is pretty simple. You just need to ask yourself a few questions. First, what time would I like to wake up in the morning? Let's be honest here. While it's fun to read stories of people who wake up at 4 a.m. to do triathlons, this isn't realistic for most of us. But maybe you could aim to wake up at 6.30 in order to get 30 minutes of writing and a shower in before your middle schooler wakes up at 7.15. Second question, how much sleep do I need? Let's be honest here, too. The vast majority of adults need somewhere between 7 to 8 hours per day. The odds that you need less than six and a half hours are very low. I've seen thousands of time logs over the years, including from some very successful people, and I've seen only a handful of short sleepers. And even those people tend to average out around six hours per day when you look at the whole week, not four. So let's say your number is 7.4 hours. I'm choosing that number because it's my number. If I get eight hours of sleep on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, I'm cool with seven hours, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, since this averages out to 7.4 hours. Final question. What time do I need to be in bed in order to get this amount of sleep? This is a simple math question. I count back seven hours from 6.30 a.m. and I get 11.30 p.m. This is my bedtime. Ideally, I set an alarm for at least 20 minutes before that, in order to give me time to brush my teeth, slowly ease into bed, and so forth. But in any case, bedtime is bedtime. So figure out what your bedtime should be. I know that some people hearing this are probably bristling at the idea of a bedtime. It brings up all kinds of battles from childhood. I'm not going to probe the psychological issues. But hear me out on this. The upside of giving yourself a bedtime is that it forces you to make a decision. If you know that you're supposed to be in bed at 1130, 
When 11.30 rolls around, you have a choice. You can stay up. You are an adult. But having a bedtime nudges you to ask if the reason you're staying up is a good one. Maybe you and your spouse are having a wonderful time together. Awesome. You have my blessing. But maybe you're just hitting next in the Netflix queue. Maybe it's time to turn it off and thank yourself in the morning. Because here's the thing. Most of us responsible people just can't sleep in in the morning. We need to get our kids to school. We need to get ourselves to our jobs. So I like to think of it like this. Going to bed early is how grown-ups sleep in. When you put it that way, going to bed on time sounds like a treat. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to making the most of our time. Hey, everybody. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me your tips, your questions, or anything else. Just connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Before Breakfast Pod. That's B-E, the number four, then breakfast, P-O-D. You can also shoot me an email at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. That before breakfast is spelled out with all the letters. Thanks so much. I look forward to staying in touch. Hey, listeners, I know you love mornings. And with nearly 300 beaches in Puerto Rico, each one is a reason to wake up early and catch a picture-perfect sunrise. Puerto Rico has nearly 300 miles of coastline, and the island's diverse geography offers everything, from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to stunning black sand beaches and beaches perfect for water sports. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com.